Fade in. Exterior, a redwood forest. Twilight. Full moon rising between trees. Green city limit sign next to dark highway. Dissolve to. Sign. White block letters. Arcadia, California, population 16,179. Freeze frame. Superimpose. Episode 59. Real time. That is not at all what I expected Elliot's dad to be like. I guess I thought he'd be... cold? Distant. I figured the kind of person who could sell his kid would be, I don't know, removed from everything. Treat people like bugs or toys or... or something. That he had the right to manipulate. He did, though. Kind of. He was nice about it, but he still not quite threatened me, but heavily implied it, I think. It doesn't matter. It's not great that Mr. Baldwin knows, or I guess suspects what's going on, but I mean, I think it means we're on the right track. If he's feeling threatened, that means we're a threat. Right? Sunday, June 28th, 2009. I've got some ideas about the locations of the doors, but I'm not sure if they make sense. I was thinking, okay, so where are we sure there are, or were, I guess, doors? The Playhouse, the Arcade, the Poplar's housing development. What else do they have in common? The Playhouse and the Arcade are kind of similar. People gather there, they're sort of like social centers, but the Poplar's, no one even lives there, much less gather to hang out. So, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I did some digging into Arcadia's history, and where they were going to build the Poplars used to be the First Church of Arcadia. That's just the name. I don't know if it was actually the First Church here or anything, but that's what they called it. But it burned down. In the early 90s. 1991, to be exact. December 21st, 1991. Which just happened to be the date of both the winter equinox and a partial lunar eclipse. It's the night Delphine got brought back. I don't know what this means, but I think... What if Delphine is the doorkeeper of that door, the one that was in the church, or was before Leah closed it? Obviously, I don't know if I'm right, or even on the right track, but it's something, a step we can take. I'm going to see if Leah wants to come with me to talk to her tomorrow. Hey, Nico? Yeah? Have you seen Thomas? No, not today. When did you see him last? Um, yesterday? No, Friday, I think. Are you sure? Yeah, Friday, when I got home from... When I got home. Why? Nico hasn't seen him either. Is he sure? Pretty sure, yeah. What's going on? Did he say anything about uh, going somewhere, maybe to visit Leah? No. Mom, what's up? It's probably nothing. He's not used to checking in with people, but we haven't seen him either. For a couple days. Oh. Did something happen between the two of you? Um, no. Well... Maybe? 
kind of, I guess. Nico. We had a fight, sort of. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, I didn't think it was a big deal. What happened? It's complicated. Okay. It was no big deal. Just something stupid. He probably just forgot he's supposed to come home at night. No, we are not... It might not have been a big deal to you, but it seems like it was to Thomas because he has not come home since Friday. We're... I'm worried about him. So can you tell me a little more about this fight? Seriously, it was nothing. Come downstairs and just tell us what's going on. Mom, it's not anything important. Nico! You may not have the perspective to know if this is important or not. But I really don't think— Stop! Just— Downstairs. We'll talk about it. You haven't seen him either? They had a fight. What? Thomas and Nico, they got in a fight. About what? Nico? It was nothing. Something stupid. If it's nothing, then it's not a big deal to tell us. Mom, I don't think... He was taking one of the tapes. The ones recorded for the children's bargain. The what? Tapes? Yeah. I get tapes. I guess it goes with whatever's best for the person, therefore. I don't know how it decides that, though, or who decides it, I guess. I think there were journal entries for Lyndon and you, maybe? Did you get information from the children's bargain? Since you were technically the one who was supposed to be, uh, did it leave stuff for you? I didn't know that you Okay. That it applied to you, I guess. I should have. You are... But tapes? I can't imagine how that would work. Things were always just written down for us in the journal. Nico, were you the one who took Lyndon's journal? Yeah. I, uh, found it? They showed it to me, to prove they were real and honest, I guess. And I actually believe them. Oh my god. I should have told you. Should have prepared you for this before we moved here. It's okay. You couldn't have known all of this would happen. Anyway, it mostly worked out fine. But you could have gotten into serious uh, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What tapes and and what children's bargain? I thought I told you about that already. No. It's how Lyndon and I used to find out things that the adults didn't want to tell us. It's sort of a recording agreement, so we know what's happening. That does not explain anything. Things that we, kids, want to know get recorded and put in a place they can find them. And the recordings can't be destroyed or deleted by anyone. That? All right. So, these tapes are recorded conversations. Yeah. Recorded conversations between people that didn't know they were being recorded. Um, I cannot express how unethical that is. I know. And I keep thinking maybe I shouldn't be listening to them. 
But if I don't, there's so much I won't know about. But if I do, I'm completely violating people's privacy, but not knowing what they're talking about could get people in trouble or hurt. Not just me, other people, but it doesn't seem fair to listen to stuff just because I can, except isn't it less fair to not use information I have access to to help people? Like, isn't it more morally wrong to refuse to use a tool just because the tool isn't completely innocent itself? Wouldn't I be doing more harm by pretending it doesn't exist? I I can't tell. And everyone I've listened to has helped, but I feel terrible. And I don't know if I should just stop, but I don't want something bad to happen. Okay. There's clearly a lot here that we need to talk about. But right now, I think the most important thing is figuring out where Thomas is. Oh. Yeah, right. The two of you fought over a tape. Yeah, of... A conversation he had with Mr. DiCaprio about why he's here. Mr. DiCaprio? Thomas. He... He said he was sent here by them to... To get me to agree to swear allegiance to the... uh, To a specific one of them when I get taken to wherever they take people. Hang on. Thomas was sent here by who? The Monarch of Doors? He's the one of them that's in charge of the doors. I mean, he kind of gets to say which of them can talk to us and what they can do and who can come through. He's also Mr. DiCaprio's dad. What? Yeah. Leah realized that after he gave her the key. Key? The one that closes doors. You have a key that closes doors? Yeah. Mr. DiCaprio gave it to her? I think it's because he really wants to help me us, but was scared to do anything directly because of what happened to Lyndon. Because he died. Because they killed him, yeah. What? He, Lyndon, made a deal with them to to make things better for everyone. He thought he could trick them, you know, exploit a loophole, and he did, sort of. Except he forgot to make it so they couldn't hurt him, so they did, in retaliation. And Mr. DiCaprio feels guilty he didn't think of that, so he doesn't want to really help me because he thinks he might screw up again. But he does want to help. Maybe it's just because he hates his dad, but it still means he's on our side, so he gave Leah Did you key. know that that's what happened to him? I... Yeah, not in so many words. Mom and Dad didn't talk about it. No one did, but we knew. You knew that, and you still moved us back here that these these things killed your brother that they wanted to take our son and not only did you bring us here you didn't tell me half of what was happening it's complicated i had to think about a lot it's not complicated at all one choice put all of us at risk and one didn't but there were other things to consider holly no there weren't danger or no danger that's it You decided to put us in harm's way without even checking in or telling me what I would need to know to help protect us. I didn't want you to- I- I need some time to cool off. Nico, think about where Thomas might have gone. I'm going to take a drive and see if I can find him around town. Karen? Just- Leave me alone for a little while. 
I'll be back before it gets dark. Nico? It's okay. It isn't. I should have told her. No, it really is. I get it. It's, there's too much to explain to other people. Even if you want to, you can't because they aren't inside it. I know you must have wanted to tell her, but I can barely talk to Leah about it and she's seen it happen. I don't like that she's mad at you, but I know you couldn't explain it. Not before we got here. Not in a way she could hear. I have an idea where Thomas might be. I'm going to call Leah and we'll go see. I'm coming with you. You don't have... Yeah. Okay. Sunday, June 28th, 2009. Delphine's house is a lot creepier than I remembered, or maybe it's gotten creepier since the last time I was here. Leah wasn't home, so it's just Mom and I. I don't know Thomas is here or anything, but it seemed like maybe a good idea to check. I mean, because he stayed here when he first got here before he moved in with us. I don't think anyone's home. I think it might just look abandoned all the time. I don't know. There aren't any lights on. Maybe they don't. The door's open. Should we go in? Hello? Delphine? It's Holly, McCleary, and Nico. Are you here? Thomas? So, do we... Yeah, but you stay behind me. So you can protect me? Yes. Hello? Anyone home? It looks abandoned. The whole house, not just outside, but like for a really long time. Like one of those houses where the people left in the 50s and no one's been inside since. Everything is so neat, organized, it's also perfect. Like no one even lives here or like it got staged for photos or something. But there's so much dust. Everything is covered in dust. Mom. What? Footprints. Look. They're going upstairs? I think so. Okay, come on. But let me go first. Okay, okay. This would be an incredibly stupid thing to do if this were a movie. We'd be walking straight into the ghost or monster or whatever while the audience is yelling at us to stop. But we'd think we're fine, because this is a relative's house, and so we just keep going, and then we'd get- Hello? I don't think so. It sounds like music. Thomas? Should we open the door? Stand back. Hello, Nico. Holly. I am here now. And no one can make me leave again. Stay 
Smash cut, black screen, over black roll credits. Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Holly McCleary is played by Vanessa Haas. Karen Segretti is played by Corvin Appleby. Thomas McCleary is played by Kale Brown. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Media. It is written and directed by Lee Seguente and edited by Eric Seguente. You can find more information about the show, its cast, and crew at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com or join us on Discord at discord.lawofnames.com. Fade out. <laughs>